Chick, 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 chick. You are now tuned in to Talk to Me, Tyler T. With your favorite, Tyler T. Damn, Tyler T. So, Talk to Me, Tyler T. And today I want to do something different. Um, I thought this would be interesting for y'all. So, I want to do three mini topics. And I'm going to discuss each topic for about five or six minutes. And then I'm going to answer a question that somebody hit me with. And that's how this shit is going to go. Talk that so, shit, Tyler uh, T. I want to jump right in with the first topic. And the first topic is mental health in the black community. Or mental health in black people, whatever you want to say. So I'm going to start this one off by just giving y'all some statistics that I looked up, uh, did some research on. I got these from minorityhealth.gov. So the first one is blacks experience more severe forms of mental illness due to different circumstances and barriers. 20% more likely to experience mental health issues than the general population. I feel like that's something big, and but I'm going to continue and I'll go. I'll tell you why a little later. Um, diseases and mental, mental health issues in black, um, in black, black people include major depression, ADHD, PTSD because of the, of the violent crimes that black people are, are, um, involved in and also the suicide rates are very high in black men uh suicide rates for african-american males are more than four times greater than african-american women and this study was done in 2015 i'm sorry 2014 so let's talk mental health mental health to me is something that goes overlooked especially in the black community and with younger kids, maybe around the ages of like, I say eight to 13, because in a black community, the the men are raised to be tough and to not show or, you know, wear their feelings on their shoulders or tell someone how they feel, you know, just expressing things like that. And I feel like that's not necessarily the right thing to do because you want someone that's express. You want people to be expressive because that that's letting you know how they feel. And they're telling you what's on your mind, and your brain is the most powerful tool in your body. In my in my opinion, so essentially, if you don't have your mind, what do you have? So I believe parents need to listen to their kids more when they're telling them what's going on in their lives, and they need to be more involved in their lives because. I mean, that's your seed and that's your child. And you want them to, you know, you want you want your child to have a good life, but they can't have a good life if you're not listening to what they say. And with that being said, I feel like, you know, as peers, we should we should check on our our friends more. You know, it doesn't hurt to just hit up your partner, hit up your homegirl and just be like, hey, you good? Like, every, you know, everything going well, because. You never know the battle that somebody is going through unless they tell you. Like, you only know what they tell you type shit. So that's why you really have to, we really got to stop saying, oh, you know, check on your friends, this and that. You never know what somebody's going through. Like, it's one thing to say it and it's one thing to do that shit. So, like, not even just your friends, but just check on your people, period. Like, the people that that's important to you in your life, you know, call them, hit them up. You know, just see, just see what they on because mental illness is a real thing. And that shit is put on the back burner and swept under the rug so much. And if we, if I could just get together, like, some people that, you know, go through things mentally, like, things that I've heard, you know, that my friends have told me, like, you would really be like, damn, I never knew that that shit, 
that they were going through that because they don't wear their feelings on their sleeve, you know. Like they said, black people don't we don't really want people in our business. So see, we tend to we tend to just try to deal with things within ourselves. And I mean, honestly, we do probably want people to talk to, but we don't want to feel judged. So we just hold it in until something goes wrong or until we think about, you know, committing suicide, attempt suicide, harming ourselves or whatever the case may be. So that shit is that shit ain't nothing to play with. It's for real. It's serious. Um, and we need to as a community and as a whole, not just as an individual, we need to be more aware of what is going on. Not even just not even just with ourselves, but with the people around us, because because a lot of people honestly don't know how much people lean on their friends and Talk look to their friends for advice and look for their friends to be there for them. So if you're not there for your friend when they need you, you know what you're here for in all honesty. In conclusion, mental health is something that is seriously important. Like we should not overlook this shit the way we do. And we need to be more aware of what's going on in our lives and other people's lives because your mind like i said your mind is a very powerful tool and without your mind you're nothing because your mind affects how you live your daily life the decisions you make and it's something that shouldn't be taken for granted so um i'm gonna just go right in into answering this question that i got from anonymous so the question is what are solutions for certain mental illnesses um, honestly, there's a lot of medical treatments for mental illnesses, such as pills, you know, that they give from the pharmacy or whatever. But I say that the non-medical treatment or solution for certain medical, mental illnesses are better than the medical treatment because sometimes you just need somebody to talk to. Like, you don't always have to give somebody a pill that they need to take, you know, every day or cause who wants to take medicine every day? Like we, 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 that Xanax and all that shit, that shit lame. So I feel like you might maybe need to go to a psychologist or a therapist, just somebody that you can talk to and, you know, just to fill that void. Like some, some people, that's all they need. They just want to feel like that they have somebody that, that will listen to them and actually take heed to what they're saying and won't judge them because they feel like they may have a mental problem or a mental disease. So there you go. So if you guys needed more information on suicide and mental illnesses and mental health, you should contact my good friend, Katoria Caesar. Her Twitter name is at Kator. Again, that is at Kator, K-A-Y-T-O-R-E. She is the founder of the Akiko Project and the founder of the Blessed Zone, which the Akiko Project is under. And the Blessed Zone purpose is to connect families and communities to help and resources. So, like I said, if you need her for anything, anything, just hit her up on Twitter or, you know, get more information from her. All right. So the next topic I'll be going over with you guys today is rape culture. And I know rape culture is a touchy subject. But uh, just bear with me right now. So um, the definition of rape culture, which I got from Marshall University Women's Center, says rape culture is an environment in which rape is prevalent and which sexual violence against women is normalized. So here are some facts about rape culture and sexual violence. So eight out of 10 rape cases, the victim knows the predator. 
13.3% of college women say they have been forced to have sex in a dating situation. And most sexual assaults go unreported. So this says a lot. And this affects our lives more than we think. Uh, especially as college men and college women. More so women, of course. But um, men can actually be victims of rape too. And women... Women can also commit, you know, women can also commit rapes. It's not likely, and but it does happen. But um, majority of the time, rapes can happen anywhere, and you don't know what a you don't know what a rapist will look like, or you know what they don't have a certain character or a certain demeanor. They can be your everyday people working in the corporate world, you know, six. Six figure job, drive a nice car, you know, they can be everywhere. And, you know, uh, rapes just don't happen in a dark alley or shit where nobody is. Rapes, rapes occur everywhere. Rapes, rapes can happen in shit. Your motherfucking house. Rapes can happen at work, in your office, uh, in the bathroom. They can happen anywhere. I actually discussed this in my class, uh, one of my classes I'm taking not too long ago about how men say or men say that women are the reason that they raped them. Like it's the woman's fault. And how can you, how can you say some shit like that? Like, how can you put the blame on the victim? Like you're the one that's doing, you're the one that's raping her or raping him or whatever you're doing. And you're blaming them saying that they asked for it or what they had on, or, you know, how they do this or how they do that. Like how fucked up in the head are you? The rape is no one's fault but the person that's doing the raping. Like, nobody asks for that shit. That shit that shit blows me. But oftentimes, people use rape as a way to get into someone's pockets or get something from them. Like, I can't tell you how many times you can look up in the media and see another celebrity facing rape allegations, rape charges, sexual assault charges. I mean, let's take a few NFL stars, for example. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. He's missing out on six games of the season because of some bullshit, honestly. Uh, Who else? Jameis Winston just got caught up for so-called fondling his Uber driver back in 2016, I believe. Like, where is all this shit coming from? And why didn't you say anything when the shit happened? If the shit even did happen, why are you just waiting until now to say something until somebody gets some money or, you know, just, just a bunch of bullshit? And so rape is nothing to take lightly, lightly at the same time, but at the same time, shit, don't try to use, don't try to force rape on somebody because you want something from them because that just shows how low you are. Furthermore, there are ways to be precautious and to protect yourself from sexual violence, uh, sexual assault and rape. These are mostly for women. So, uh, women, you know, don't, Go anywhere late at night by yourself. Like already, always have someone with you. Um, when you're if you're walking down the street and you have to walk someplace at nighttime or even during the day, like make sure you don't. If it's cold outside, make sure you don't have a hood on. Make sure you're aware of your surroundings. Make sure you can hear and see what's going on. Uh, just you know, be on the lookout because you sh- and it shouldn't be like this, but people are crazy. And people thrive on people thrive on women or they seek out, you know, their victims like, OK, who am I going to who am I going to get today? So those are just some ways, some examples of, you know, how you can be precautious. So I have another question. Uh, this person wants to remain anonymous. 
And the question is, does no really mean yes? Um, it's funny that you asked this question because um, I'm in a psychology of human sexuality class. And uh, we actually just went over a study that said that when most when it, I forgot the amount of women that actually did the study or their percentage or whatever. But um, it said that it was a vast amount of women that said no actually does mean yes. But if a girl tells me no, that shit means no. I'm not trying shit else. We not, I'm not going no further it's going to stop right there because I don't have time for none of that. I don't have time to be in the news. I don't have time to be having to tell my parents, yeah, pop, yeah, mom, I got caught up on some rape Talk allegations. She, she got, they done got me for sexual assault. Nah, baby girl, if you say no, see, that's, that's it. That's, it's done with. It's over. So I, um, whoever asked this, I advise you, if a girl told you no, no means no, my brother or my sister. Okay, so the third and final topic is holiday celebration in the black community. Man, since Christmas time coming up, you know, shit, man. Uh, I really think y'all going to enjoy this topic. So I just really just want to jump right in. Um, I feel like black people are really festive. Like all the Christmas parties, you know, Thanksgivings that I've been to, uh, they we just celebrate like it's a, it's a family affair. You know, we all about black people. I feel like most black people are all about family. Like we focus on the family and shit. We love we love our relatives, bro. We love our our aunties and our uncles, our brothers and sisters, our grannies, our grandpas, all that shit. Like we love them. So shit, we just get together and we, and we kick it, like for real. We watch the football game, you know, Christmas, we watch the basketball games. Shit, we eating good as hell. Uh, man, that food, man, man, man. That food is a food, bro. That turkey and that dressing. I think up north they call it stuffing, but I'm straight out the south, so we call that shit dressing. So all that dressing, turkey, ham, them honey, man, that honey baked ham with the pineapple glaze and shit, sweet potatoes, sweet potato pie, uh, them, them greens without drowning things and hot sauce, man. I guess y'all can tell I love food, but that's besides the point. But, um, in all honesty, I just love to see how my family comes together. Uh, during the holidays, like we get to see, you get to see your people that you haven't seen in a while. You know, our people be off at school, everybody be working and you, you don't get time. You don't get the time to spend with all of your family at, you don't get to see them in one place. So it's always good to see everybody to catch up, you know, let them know that you're doing well, see how they doing. Some people done had babies. It's been about five years since you've seen them. Some, somebody may be locked up, you know, you got to pray for them and, you know, all the gossip that go on in the black family, like they talk about everybody, oh, such and such was this and I saw such and such at the store last week and they look like this and, but I mean, it's, it's good, you get a kick out of it, you get to laugh and I feel like that's what it's all about. I mean, I know some families, they, every time they get together, they just fighting and everything going wrong, but I feel like, shit, you got to value your family, bro. And you got to value the good time that y'all have because shit, 
Them old people that's in y'all family, your granny and your, your grandpa and all them, they ain't going to be there forever. So you really got to cherish them while they're here and suck up all that knowledge and get all the good recipes and all of that before they're gone. Because when they're gone, they ain't coming back. I also love, like, shit, the holiday decorations. Like, I know my Mimi and my mama, like, they real big on decorating. So my mama be having the... What's that? What's that thing that that's made? It's like a wreath or something. You put that hoe on your on your front door, and it's like got all the crazy ass. It's like grass or some uh bushes or some shit that that shit is. And they put she put it around the door, and then shit in the house. She be having little little Christmas trinkets, and my mama not like she don't buy like a big ass Christmas tree because shit, I don't be at that hoe. But, I mean, she get a little Christmas tree. Now, my Mimi, she go all out. She get the big Christmas tree and put a wreath on her door and uh do all kind of old crazy shit. Have little Santa Clauses all around the house. And, yeah, I, I mean, I, I look forward to that shit going home. Because, I mean, like, when I was little, I used to, I used to remember, like, pu putting up the Christmas tree with my pops or... She just putting, you know, putting the lights on there, getting to put the stars on there, making my Christmas list and shit, all of that. Being excited to wake up in the morning. Had to force myself to go to sleep because shit, nigga, uh, I was ready to open them damn gifts to see what I got. But I mean, now so much, uh, I don't really get gifts like that. And I feel like shit, Christmas ain't about, Christmas isn't about gifts. I mean, none of, none of the holidays are really about gifts. I feel like it's more of a family thing. Like, it's time to, you know, just catch up and just be with your loved ones. And now that as I've gotten older, like, that's my favorite part of the holidays. And shit, you know, if you got you a gal, if you got you a boyfriend, you know, you get to take them home to your parents. You're in college, you get to take them home to your parents, your grandparents, let everybody meet them. I mean, because that's always the question people want to ask when you come home is, Oh, you got you a little boyfriend? You got you a little girlfriend down there? Like, if if I got me a girl, if I, you know, if I got somebody, I'll let y'all know. And I feel like it's the right time for y'all to know. But until then, we're going to keep it moving and we're going to talk about something else. Uh, how, how your grades and how this and how that and when you graduate and what you going to do after college. Like, you want to know my life plans and I'm still trying to get my life together. Like, just be cool. And yeah, we complain about, you know, our elders asking us all those questions. But shit, the holidays wouldn't be the same if they didn't ask those crazy-ass questions. Social media is also the place to be during the holidays. Like, you get to see all the good-ass pictures of the food. Some of that shit be looking nasty, but I ain't gonna speak on that. But you get to see, you know, especially if your friends, you know, they don't have kids. You get to see that cute-ass family pictures and happy Halloween and happy Thanksgiving from the Williamses and all that kind of crazy-ass Well, no, it's not crazy, but that shit really just, just warm your heart type shit. Like seeing people just out here loving each other and, you know, having a good time, spending time with their family. But yeah, man, I'm a family man, so I love the holidays and I love getting together and spending that quality time. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and answer this question that I got from somebody. This person wants to remain anonymous. And the question is, what are some of your favorite holiday traditions? Well, as I stated previously, man, I love Thanksgiving. Like, I think that's probably one of my favorite holidays because all that damn food, like, I love all of that food. And so when I get to eat all of that food, it just, it just makes me happy. It just puts a smile on my face. 
And I always go over to my granny house on Thanksgiving, um, my mama's mama. So everybody comes over there and, you know, we just kick it and we watch, we always watch the Cowboys game. Um, and we just sit down and just laugh and yell at the TV and somebody fucking up on the field. And, you know, we just, we just shoot the shit until shit will everybody fall asleep or everybody leave. So I think that's one of, that's probably my favorite, one of my favorite holiday traditions. Say, man, so that's all I got for y'all. Episode five has come to an end. Y'all don't got to go home, but y'all got to get the hell out of here. Don't let the door knob hit you with a good Lord split you. But uh, I want to give some shout outs. I want to shout out to MC Sweet James. I want to shout out to Sugar Shake Promotions, DJ Solo. Uh, I want to give a shout out to BB's Beef and Hot Dogs. That's a good ass place. Uh, St. Marcos get y'all some good ass chicken wings and some good ass fish fries for a small fee of $5. Uh, shout out to them. And uh, let me know what y'all think about episode 5, man. Like I said, if you have anything you want to let me know, my Twitter is at TalkToMeTalaT. Again, that is at TalkToMeTalaT. And, uh, my email if you have any if you need any booking information uh just want to send me a topic send me some some criticism some feedback tell me i ain't shit whatever you want to do uh my email is talk to me tyler t at gmail.com again that is talk to me tyler t at gmail.com and that's all I got for y'all. So this is Tommy and I'm out this thing. Yeti. Reaching for your nipple Cause it's time to pay the beat Tonight I lay her in the cradle If it's time to go to sleep I sing a linen lullaby She can have a pretty dream Baby girl if you knew what I know